Matt, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Great. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, let me ask you about your Tar Heels, Matt. Lost three in a row uh, as you come into Sunday. Give us kind of the lay of the land for court, uh, Coach Banghart's club. Yeah, it is a three-game losing streak for Carolina, and that's that's not where you want to be in early February with you know the season coming down the stretch here. But you start to look at what the losses were. There was a 15-point loss on the road against Virginia in a game where the Cavaliers hit 11 of 19 three-point attempts, got to the free-throw line 28 times, made 22 of them. So it was just kind of a barrage of free-throw and three-pointers and just one of those games where it just wasn't Carolina's day. And then embarked on a really tough two-game stretch against the two teams that have combined to win the last four ACC tournaments that being NC State and Virginia Tech. Carolina went to Raleigh and pushed NC State hard, ended up falling by four in a true road game against a rival at NC State, and then came back home Sunday to play Virginia Tech, a team that has really been a thorn in the side of the Tar Heels, unfortunately. Four straight meetings between those two teams, Carolina and Tech, have come down to the final play of regulation, and Virginia Tech's won all of them. In this case, they missed a shot at the buzzer. Game went to OT, and Tech pulled away to win from there. So it is a three-game losing streak, but it's games where, especially in the last two, Carolina's been right there against really good teams, and the Tar Heels had an off week midweek, so yep. they will be rested and hopefully refreshed coming into Sunday's game in Cameron. Hopefully not too refreshed for some people. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned the bye week. Feel like it came at a good time for this club? Absolutely it did, and I said way back when the schedule was released that it was going to come at a good time. You know, two-thirds of the way through the regular season, in between some of these rivalry games with State and Tech on one side and Duke on the other, and it just so happens that now it gives the team a chance to utilize some of the time earlier this week where you would have been preparing for another opponent, Mm -hmm. uh, a Thursday game, but instead be able to kind of work on um, some self-scout, some uh, working on ourselves, as coaches like to say. So it is a really good opportunity to address uh, some of the offensive deficiencies and uh, be able to move forward and try and uh, try and be better, especially at that end of the floor going into Sunday. Visiting with Matt Krause, the voice of North Carolina women's basketball on the radio. Give us a scouting report on Sunday's matchup against Duke. Well, if, Chris, you and I are <laughs> as good as broadcasters as these two teams are at playing defense, um, we would have long and fruitful Hall of Fame careers. Uh, <laughs> we would. Are two of, yeah, two, these are two of the best defensive teams, not just in the ACC, but in the country. And when you put them together, as we saw in the last two meetings last year, sometimes points are at a premium. Uh, the last two games between these two last year, in Cameron on Duke Senior Day, and then in the ACC Tournament quarterfinals, both set records for the fewest combined points in this matchup. And it's not because of bad offense. It was because of absolutely elite lockdown defense. Um, It is what Carolina hangs their hat on. I know it's what Carol Austin and her Blue Devils hang their hat on as well. Um, Both of these teams like to score the basketball. They've got pieces that can that can shoot the three with regularity that can uh get the ball down inside in the low post but defense definitely is uh is what rules the day when these two get together um carolina 
is known for mixing up their defensive coverages. They are a very good team in the player-to-player. They're very good in the zone. Um, take a lot of pride in on-ball defense. Turned Virginia Tech over 17 times last mm-hmm. Sunday. That's a Hokie team that came in. Uh, they were top 10 in the country in fewest turnovers per game. So I would expect more of the same on Sunday in Cameron Indoor. Uh, big picture here as I'll let you go with this thought. Uh, the ACC Women's Basketball Tournament future sites were announced. We know we're going to Greensboro uh, this year we'll be in Greensboro in 25, have no idea where it's going to be in 26, and then go to Charlotte after that. Just thoughts on the future of the women's basketball tournament? Yeah, Greensboro has been such a wonderful host for that event, so it's great to see it coming back there in 2025. Um, I would hope that it will return on some sort of a rotation mm-hmm. in the future. Uh, Charlotte, I would think, would be a, a really good host for the event. Obviously, it's a natural ACC city drew a huge, huge crowd for that Iowa-Virginia Tech game earlier on this year. The I think it was the Ally tip-off officially was what it was called. And then 26, uh, it would seem, based on the nature of the announcement, will not be in the state of North Carolina. But uh, I think there are some interesting markets that the ACC, within its traditional footprint, could put the event in. Uh, we're still within driving distance and easily accessible for fans. So, Excited to see the future of this tournament, but really glad that the, the future begins in Greensboro, if you will. Matt Krause, the radio voice of North Carolina women's basketball, the voice of the Tar Heels, if you will. Matt, always good to talk to you. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Sunday afternoon, and uh, we'll uh, talk again before we uh, meet again uh, in about three weeks. Likewise. Thanks so much for having me, Chris, and uh, look forward to seeing you Sunday.